welcome to the Enchanted Ears podcast. Where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. Angela, I'm uh, happy to see that you made it to the podcast this week, that you're able to pull yourself away from the Switch. Um, (laughs) Your love of gaming extends past (laughs) Disney apps that seem pretty pointless to Switch games as well. That also are equally as pointless. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You got a Switch for Christmas and you played it probably nonstop for a week straight. 100%. Over Christmas break, I'm, I'm you, trying. You pull back a little bit. I'm trying but you're still to, playing. yeah, pull myself back to reality, and you know, start 2019 by trying to accomplish things and adult better. So, well, I've, I've been playing less video games as of late. I have a reality check for you. Oh, and and now last week we kind of came back with Disney news, and we covered a ton of news, and you would think there can be no more news. That's it. Affirmative. But. Disney is a gift that just keeps on giving. More news this week, and here's a reality check for you. Disneyland ticket prices are going up. Oh my goodness. I would have never expected. <laughs> so, I mean, it, year after year, um, you know, they, they say the only thing life is certain is death and taxes. I think it's now death, taxes, <laughs> and Disney ticket price increases. Yeah. That should be a t-shirt. If anybody makes that t-shirt, I and get And Pennsylvania a- Turnpike toll increase. True. If anybody makes that t-shirt, I get a dollar royalty from every sale. I'm just saying that right now. I'm trademarking that. TM, TM. Only thing guaranteed life, death, taxes, Disney ticket price increases. So this is ahead of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Open, which we talked a little bit about. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, before, you know, we're going to be talking about it um, today, you know, previewing you know things that we're looking forward to in, in 2019. But with Galaxy's Edge coming out, Crowds are expected to be insane. And so Disney is... Capitalize off that. Right. Is increasing ticket prices. These are pretty big jumps because last year they increased them, you know, 10, 15%, something like that. This year they're going up um, as much as 18%. What? So now the... So wait, how much does a ticket cost now? So, yeah. So it, it varies because... Two years ago, I want to say, they switched to kind of that variable date pricing. So if you mm-hmm. come at a busy time, it's more expensive. So the base ticket now is over $100. So this is like on their cheapest this day? This is on their cheapest day. is now going to cost you at least $100 to go. What? And then the most expensive ticket is increasing to $149. Oh, my goodness. So on the most expensive day, it's going to cost you $150. And you'd have to imagine the day Galaxy's Edge opens on they're going to call that peak because there's going to be so yeah. many people there so you're probably looking at if you're buying a one-day ticket 150 dollars. that's insane yeah now two days worth of tickets and you can get some real nice boots actually one day you can get real nice boots you could that's that's true especially <laughs> the way you buy boots but uh-huh. now disneyland i i'm not certain but if you buy the multi-day tickets i think they you get a discounted rate <laughs> And I think that's still the normal rate. But Disney World is moving to the multi-day ticket is going to fluctuate based on the time of year as well. So I'm not sure if Disneyland's moved to that as well, where you know if you go during a peak time, you're paying peak ticket prices all yeah. the way or not. But 
I think that's that's probably coming. I was laughing because I was thinking the only thing about moving to a Caribbean island that is not appealing to me no boots is my boot collection you'd have to throw it all away yeah I would I would not know what to do with my boot collection because I would not want to give them up cut cut holes in them for your toes and make them boot sandals (laughs) no thank you there you go no that's another idea if anybody makes boot sandals no they're already made and I don't like them all right I was trying to get another one. Yeah, they have those kind of things where you can, like, people's toes are wild and free and, like, rein those puppies in because that is just not, that's just, at least it's not for me. You know, you do you, but that's not for me. Okay. (laughs) But then the other thing with the ticket price increases, the annual pass prices are going up. So the most expensive annual pass is going up 23%. And I believe this is the. um, Is this the one that lets you go on holidays and stuff? No, I think this is the one that's, like, cross country. So you can go, oh, okay. you can go to both parks, but it's gonna be two thousand dollars now what? for this. So it's going up twenty three percent to two thousand dollars. So Disney is, I mean, I want to say they're slowly pricing themselves out. I saw a lot of you know negative feedback from people on social media. I mean, nobody's going to be like, "Oh, Disney increased their prices finally," right? But yet they've increased. They like I said, the past few years they've increased ticket prices. And yet they still get record crowds. People still go. Right. I mean, they say it's a way for them to kind of spread the crowd because they can make it more expensive to go. And a lot of people go and cheaper to go when they don't get a lot of traffic and kind of spread it out, which I do think helps to an extent. Also, it is a way to make additional money. I mean, I think when all is said and done, people are still going to go. Yeah. For the most part. They are. It's just going to make things a little bit more difficult again on... I always have to think of this like a teacher, but they're going to make it so that you can't kids. Parents don't want to take their kids on summer break. They're going to take them out of school during the school year because it's way cheaper to go then. And that, I mean, honestly, it's a better time to go sometimes too. When oh, it's, it's I mean, not weather summer, wise. But, yeah. But I think the other thing, I think really what it will do is people will still go, but instead of going for seven days, they maybe only go for five mm-hmm. or instead of going for five, maybe they only go for four. So I think people are still going to go because Disney has so much to offer, but with the, in, with the increase in ticket price, I think maybe it was cut back a day or something like right. that. So I'm wondering if there will be a negative impact then because they're not spending money on food in the parks they're not spending money on a hotel in the parks i mean i think the thought is they'll still get the same number of people you know if you only come six days somebody else will will be there that seventh day you wanted to be there i mean i I think ultimately they'll be they'll be fine yeah but we'll see but i think it's probably next year we'll probably see another increase but who knows okay now continuing on we talked about last week that disney purchased 900 acres in florida Mm -hmm. they bought the the BK Ranch, yes. So it's 960. Burger King Ranch. Burger King Ranch. <laughs> BK, that's what it stands for. So I'm sticking to it. It just came out that Disney purchased another 1,500 acres what? right next to that ranch. So they they purchased like four parcels of land that is another 1,500 acres. And this was only for 11 million, which I think is a steal. Wow. Now it it wasn't as uh, it wasn't zoned for development like the ranch was, which is why I think they paid somewhere in the mid 20s for that. So that's mm-hmm. why they paid more, even though it was less. So now they have uh, 1,500 and uh, that they just purchased plus the 900. So they have uh, 2,400, almost 2,500 acres oh that they just gosh. purchased. So you have to think with two huge parcels of pers- land like that, that's going to be another back, park. Right next to each other. You have to think something um, big 
is on the horizon in the fact that maybe 10 years down the road, yeah. you know, we get something. Wow. That's insane. I mean, I can see on your on your computer monitor right now the parcels of land. I mean, there's that's a lot of ground right there. So, yeah, and it's interesting because the land's right next to the land they already bought. Mm-hmm. So we talked before of, you know, they may not be building on that 900 acres. They may be using that for water retention and things to then build closer to the main theme park. But now that they have this 1500 right next to it, they have a big block right there that they could build a theme park right there. Yeah. I'm, I mean, it has to, that's gotta be what they're doing. Cause what else are you going to do with all of that land? Unless they make some sort of like Disney, um, like park, like a national park or something where they develop it in a different way. And again, I mean, they could still save that land as conservation because they have plenty of acres available near all the other theme parks mm-hmm. as well. So, I mean, they could still do that. But I have to think, like I said, we probably won't hear an announcement or anything for a few years. Probably, my guess, what will happen is uh, 2021 is the 50th anniversary mm-hmm. of Walt Disney World. I have to imagine during that kind of year of celebration, they then roll out, oh, hey, by the way, we're going to build a fifth theme park. So, you're going to have to come back in another three years and three or four years and come see that theme park, you know, so somewhere around, uh, you know, mid 20s. So 2024, 2025, we'll have a fifth theme park here. I think they'll kind of use that press from the 50th that kind of build up to say, Hey, we're building another park. So just remember how much fun you had. Now you're going to come back and see the fifth oh, one. Oh my goodness. So what do you think they might be like, what kind of park do you think they I would even, I have no idea. I, I don't up. know where they would go. I mean, I think if they could get the rights back to Marvel in Florida, mm-hmm. I mean, I think you could you could see a Marvel land. I, I mean, around the world, they're building Marvel lands everywhere. They're building Frozen um, lands in a few of the, the theme parks. They're building that Beauty and the Beast land in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. So I think they have a lot of different uh, you know IP and new lands that they're building that they could easily pull into another park so i but i i'm not sure i think it's really it's really to tell they have all the fox properties it could be a fox i mean they could build a theme park now with just all of their fox ip yeah and they could just strictly have you know all the different fox attractions and maybe the dude maybe it'll be a more um kind of like a competition with universal i was gonna say it could be it could be skewed skewed more towards adults Mm -hmm. and like you said yeah so you have you could have alien um, you know, kind of more intense attractions. And maybe so they are building on this site. You keep it away from the main Disney World. So it's a little bit um, separated. Yeah. But yeah, so it, it kind of caters to a different clientele. That's a completely other option. So I think, I think we're a few years till we hear uh, really what happens. But it, it should be pretty interesting. Yeah, for sure. That's so. crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. So our main uh, topic of this week is what we're most looking forward to or most excited about kind of in 2019 Disney related. So I thought, I mean, there's a lot coming out. So I thought we could kind of go through, you know, what movies we're excited for, what we're most excited for in the theme parks, kind of different things like that. Okay. Uh So you're, 
you're bouncing. I guess you're excited about a lot. Um, I am. I'm bouncing. I'm literally bouncing. Okay, I'll, I'll let I'm you. Excited. I'll let you go first. So what? I mean, as far as like, like movies, let's yeah, start let's, with movies. Let's start. So with, there are so, so many movies coming out this year, and this is just what Disney owns. So. This Don't isn't forget, Fox. This Fox isn't is coming in. Fox included. Yeah, Fox isn't isn't coming in at all. So there's a ton of movies in Fox too that are kind of that will now be Disney movies. But you have the live action remake of Aladdin and The Lion King this year. Uh, Frozen Two's coming out. Toy Story Four, Avengers Endgame, Star Wars Episode Nine. Um, just to kind of name a few of the big ones. I mean, oh, Captain Marvel. I mean, Disney had the one of the biggest, I think they had the biggest international box office last year and the second biggest domestic box office wow. ever. And Wait, what was the first? They're second to them like two oh, okay. years so, ago. Yeah. So, I mean, I think 2019 with all these movies plus adding in Fox, they are going to have the biggest box office again ever again. I think even without Fox, with all these movies, you figure, mm-hmm. I mean, Avengers is going to do a billion. Star Wars is probably going to do a billion. Frozen, Toy Story, probably going to do a billion. I mean, they have, they're going to have $4 billion movies. They have just movies. a bunch of cash cows this year. Yeah, I'm not sure if Lion King and Aladdin hit a billion. No. But I think Toy That's Story, I think Toy Story, Frozen, Star Wars, and Avengers, I'm going to call right now, put on my prediction hat, Joe Stradamus, that those four all reach. I don't even think that requires that international much. box office a billion dollars. That that's, doesn't even require that much. That's my foresight. Guess. I think that's my guess. You're just a numbers man, you know. Oh, star! They have Spider-Man, uh, Far From Home as well. That's kind of Sony, but that's that's Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, could that do a billion dollars? I I don't think that one does, but I think I think the other four do. So all right, go ahead. Okay. So that we can stop bouncing. Yeah. Well, I wasn't bouncing about the movies, and I'll talk about that in a second. But oh, well then let's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't right, bouncing. Keep about bouncing those. then. Talk about movies and then keep bouncing until you get to what you want to talk okay, about. Okay. So, uh, well, no, but I don't. I don't want to move around too much with the microphone. So I'll stop. I'll, I'll stand still for a second. Stop being like a child. So my top list of must sees. Uh, I ranked them one to four. So Avengers Endgame, of course, is is at the top because I want to know how this whole. You know, people dissolving. You want to know how that whole end resolves. game ends. Yeah, so how it resolves. How, how it resolves, resolves. Yeah. So I want to know that. Uh, Star Wars Episode Nine, se- Episode Seven was incredible. And then Eight was a bit of a letdown. So I'm interested to see what they do from, to try to, I don't know, bring it back up from Eight to Nine. So in, I, in JJ, we trust. Yeah, for sure. And then... My number three is, of course, The Lion King, but it's not number That's one. Th- yeah, well, it's you, not number one you are anti-live-action not... Lion King. I am anti You don't want this remake. I cannot wait. This is an- another prediction. This is going to be a big prediction show, I feel like. Well, no. My prediction for this movie is we go see it and you love it more than anything <laughs> this no, year. I, I, that's what's going to happen. You're well, going to be all in after you see it. The other thing is, I mean, okay. Cats are hard. If you ever, like, if you see tax, no, listen, if you see taxidermied ta- animals, for the most part, it's like, oh, that looks so good. That looks so good. But it, somebody has to be super duper talented to get a cat's face taxidermied right. And I really feel the same thing kind of applies even to animatronics is that their heads, the way that they move and the way that they're shaped, I think it's really difficult to really pin it on and make them look well accurate. I would agree here that the movie probably would be terrible if they used taxidermied cats. 
Luckily, that's not the case. They're just on sticks. Yeah, luckily, that's not the case. So we're good there. Second of all, there's no animatronics involved. Well, yes, but... So it's all animation. So I think, basically, your concerns aren't really concerns because they are animated computer generated they cats are. and i mean what we've seen from the trailers they look pretty impressive they look, oh, so they look good i think i think you're gonna love this movie i'm i'm once it once it's very a, skeptical i know you're skeptical but i think when you go well, you're gonna i love would it. prefer to remain skeptical because otherwise i have the finding nemo effect that will occur yeah you and, have low expectations for right it. right the finding nemo effect of, i don't know if i've ever mentioned this on the show but Whenever Finding Nemo came out, it was a huge smash hit. All my friends loved it. And they were like, you have to see it. You have to see it. And I finally was like, okay, fine. Like, I'll go see this movie. Everyone loves it. And I hated it. I hated it the first time I saw it. And I'm like, what is, why, why, why does everyone like this movie so much? And then I saw it a second time and I loved it. And it was just because I had such high expectations because everyone raved about it that I almost like it was just my expectations were unmeetable so i would prefer to to keep my expectations low for the lion king and that way whenever i see it i'll say oh they actually did an okay job yeah that how do you exceed you set a low bar that's what i do for this podcast every week set a low bar easy to exceed that's how we do it yeah we've been setting a low bar since 2018 there you go that should be like a like a t-shirt setting low bars since 2018 setting the bar low since 2018 there you go there you go see there, there we go yeah you know uh english and and grammar is always just a, a matter of always refining yourself and making yourself sound better right so um and i and i do look forward to that spider-man movie as well i think it would be cool yeah I, we saw i mean i like all the ones that they put out we just saw into the spider-verse that was really really entertaining and right fun. Yeah, that it was, was like that was watching Sony animation yeah it that was, was like really watching uh, a live comic book like it was like watching i mean it, it looked like comic book animation so everything was a little off and different and i didn't want to see it for that reason but it ended up being so much fun it was a great movie so i recommend going to see that if it's still out yeah so my head exploded thinking about all of these movies and what i was most excited to see uh, i basically just went back and forth and was like avengers we know star wars no Avengers. We know Star Wars. No Avengers. No way, no Star Wars. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to cheat. And like I'm gonna a ping say, pong ball. Yeah, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to say, I'm most looking forward to Avengers in the first half of the year. Uh, and Star Wars. No, I'm going to make you in pick. In the second half of the year. I'm going to be like you, Joe. Which one are you looking forward to more? Avengers. It's definitely wow. Avengers I expected overall. a little more yeah. struggle there. Well, I thought about it. I struggled with it. Because I was, you know, as I was drawing down the movies like okay avengers like that's the first thing that came to mind and then i was like wait star wars comes out this year and then again like i said i forgot captain you know marvel's out spider-man's out i mean i'm excited for all of these movies but i want to see like you said how how the end game ends well you know what it is though you're not looking forward to star wars more just because kylo ren won't have his mask probably he might have it back we don't know <laughs> you, he, that was like joe's biggest criticism about star back. wars episode eight is he's like why did he get rid of the mask? I love the mask. Yeah, the mask is what makes him like scary. He's just like a dude without the mask. Right. Like, nobody's right. afraid of him then. Yeah. He's gotta get that mask back. But yeah, I think and I also think I'm more looking forward to Avengers just because it's closer and we've mm-hmm. seen a trailer for it. And the last one ended on such a cliffhanger that you were like, immediately <laughs> I need to see what happens. And Episode eight didn't end on that sort of cliffhanger. Like it was a solid movie, but like you said, after seven, 
it was a bit of a letdown and you're kind of like it was a big letdown and you're like okay i mean i want to know what happens next but there's not like a, a there wasn't like a, a hook in it that was like oh i need to see this immediately right well i think that Disney always, and I think that the the issue that you have to fight against always in producing movies, writing books, is it always seems like the the origin story is far more compelling than the continuation of that character's journey. Because learning where they're come, they are who they are, where they're coming from, and seeing them rise up from from whatever situation they're in is always just there's such a big change that happens that it's hard to maintain that for for any character. I would argue two things: one, the Han Solo movie. That origin story well, was yeah, not that they, great. But we said that they well, did a terrible job developing And I him. would say, two, just look at the Avengers movie because that is not an origin story no. at all. Well, that's so, why it was a surprise for it being as good yeah. as it was. Well, and the I mean, rest all of those Marvel Avengers movies aren't, aren't as good. Aren't, um, all the, most of the Marvel movies aren't origin stories. They've had a ton of sequels. Yeah, I just think that had just such a big hook in it. And again, it's a good thing we only had to wait a year for it because if we had to wait two years... I think people would lose their minds right. of like what happened in between right. that. Well, so. if you th- but if you think about it, even when we did the the whatever the rank the Marvel movies, the ones that came up on top, we had a couple good sequels. But we, Thor Ragnarok won. Well, yeah, Thor Ragnarok won, and that was a big surprise. But we had Iron Man rank, ranked up really high. We had Guardians of the Galaxy, which stupidly got knocked out early, but it shouldn't have. It should have made it up high. So again, those origins really do. And, and you're right, Ragnarok was just so. Yeah. Far and above, better, meeting expectations, being funny, taking that character and taking him to a new level. So that's why it won. But yeah. Right. But I think once Avengers comes out, it's going to be focused all on Star Wars. Yeah. So and are, are you done with your movie list? Because I do want to talk about my biggest. I, this is why I stopped bouncing about the movies. My biggest disappointment about 2019, though, is Disney isn't really releasing a lot of new properties. No new original animated films or anything like that. Like all they're doing is they're doing continuations. So they're doing frozen Two, toy story Two, And those aren't my favorite Disney properties. Like I haven't seen toy story three, um, because I, I enjoy this toy, toy story movies, but for some reason, I don't know why that didn't speak to me as much. And then frozen wasn't one of my favorites either. Although I enjoy the soundtrack. Uh, so I would, I'm not as excited about Disney animation this year, which is a major letdown. Cause that's my favorite part of what Disney does. Yeah. And I think, I mean, it kind of goes through cycles because they can only, it takes them so long to make these animated movies that mm-hmm. it, it's a long development time um, to kind of come up with, with the new ones. Cause there's that, that one coming out um, next year and the name escapes me, but that Tom Holland's oh, going to be I in. Yeah. I yeah. So like ones. that, that's a new one kind of coming out, but so yeah, it, it's a few year kind of development to it. So yeah. All right. Now theme parks, there is a few things kind of going in the theme parks, but there's one kind of, you know, gigantic black hole, not a black hole in a bad way, but kind of just absorbing all the gravity and attention. That's Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So I think that's kind of the top thing to look forward to on the theme park. Did right. you look up the movie? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, okay. brief interruption, Onward. It's the one Onward, with the Elf it. Brothers with that's Chris it. Pratt and Tom Holland. And Tom okay. Holland. Okay. Yeah, so I, I think, you know, the... The, the supernova that is, you know, Galaxy's Edge is kind of what everybody's <laughs> looking forward to in 2019. I think that's what everybody's been looking forward to for the past three or four years since it was announced. But, and, and that is my number one thing, but there's a couple other things. So Walt Disney World is also getting the Skyliner this year. 
um, which is the new transportation system, which I think is going to be, you know, kind of a lot of fun uh, to ride and, and travel around the, the resort. And also uh, Hollywood Studios is getting Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway ride, um, which I, th- mm-hmm. I think is going to be, a, you know, a really solid ride. I think any other year, either of those would have been huge additions yeah, to the park. Yeah, they would have been headliners, but yeah, right now... But, but with Galaxy's Edge... It's just putting a massive shadow over anything yeah. else. And um, and, and then, you know, Disneyland, I think that's basically the only new thing opening. And then it, it's it's going to be, you know, pretty crazy. We've, we've gotten some more information out. Um, they, Barron's did a, a kind of report on Galaxy's Edge. We've interviewed Bob Iger. It sounds like Disneyland is going to be opening around the June time frame. So we have mm-hmm. a little bit Yeah, a little more. bit in advance of the Disney World. Right, version. and so we have a little bit more. But, I mean, you know, they talked about... I mean, when we were there this summer, they were pretty far along. I mean, I know we've seen since, but they looked like they were really pretty Well, they have. I mean, well. they're, they're, they're producing videos of people in the land that make it look like it's actually open. So they have sections of it, at least in Disneyland, enough done that they can do that, and they're testing the ride vehicles. But some of the stuff that came out from you know, this report that Barron's did, it's incredible. They're going to have animatronic um, kind of shop owners that you can haggle with. So when you go to these street, you know, vendors, because it's all trying to be authentic, there's going to be a cast member there that is kind of working with the shop owner that you're haggling with over the price of this stuff. And, and they're going to be it's animatronics. It's actual things that you can buy or is it just yes. like... Oh, yeah, wow. so and the idea of the merchandise is they want it to look handmade. So they want it to look like not that it was, you know, made in a factory like a plastic toy or something, right. but that it looks like it's actually from a street vendor. Well, I'm wondering if they Disney won't employ, like, with the big, you know, push lately into social consciousness and social awareness and just, like, consumer goods. Like, you have Bombos, the socks, where you buy a pair and you get a pair, not a sponsor. Or you have things like Tom's where you buy a pair and some it gets a pair gets donated. So I'm wondering if they're going to, you know, utilize some sort of model similar to that or they can get some people in countries that you know they they're good at producing handmade goods and they could use those to have them produce disney goods and then sell them that would be a really cool souvenir yeah i'm not i'm not sure about that but you know if they're gonna have them you know i don't know if they're actually gonna be handmade but they're gonna they're gonna look (laughs) look like like yeah they're gonna look like they were kind of like those um the hallmark did you see the any of the Hallmark ornaments this year that were... I didn't, no. Yeah, they have these... You cleaned them out, though. I, I you did. You bought all their Disney ornaments. Oh, I did. Yeah, I took a picture when we took our tree down yesterday they to were, put up on the Instagram. They were 50% off after Christmas. Yeah, so they were like $5, and I got each one for like two fifty. And I bought pretty much every Disney one that they had, except for Nemo, because Nemo Except for the ones we already good. had. Yeah, except we for already, the ones... We already had some. You well, I'm really hoping... Because I... Collection. Yeah, I didn't do the... um, I didn't buy like the normal Hallmark... I, I mean, I bought two of the normal Hallmark, uh, like they're really nice looking ones, but I, I like the, I think they're called itty bitties. I don't really know what they're called, but they're the, they're basically a children's toy, but they make ornaments and the ornaments are really shiny. So they're more like a bulb and the shiny. people, the people at Hallmark were like, oh, these are really great ornaments for kids. And I was like, uh, these are me. actually for an adult. Cause I like them. And they're like, they're oh, oh. And like, literally one person said it. And then I corrected I like told her, nope, it's for me. And then I walked up to check out and her mom who also worked at Hallmark was like, oh, these are excellent gifts for children. Which is like, a funny thing because it's not like kids can play with ornaments. You oh, just yeah. look at them. Well, they're shatterproof, which is really kids, nice, but 
kids just look at a tree. They're going to go play with a toy or an iPad. They're not going to care what an ornament looks like. Oh, for I mean, sure it's, it's just a funny thing to say. It, it is. It is. I mean, they're cutesy, and I think a lot of adults oh, feel like they right. can't have that that wonder or that you know that whimsy not us millennials oh definitely not we love kids stuff we've never grown up we're like peter pan oh definitely not so yeah it was pretty funny but but yeah so i mean some of the other stuff besides besides that is you're gonna be able to make your own droid oh my gosh this sounds incredible so so it's it's gonna be i'm not sure exactly the process but it sounds like you'll be able to kind of design it and then it'll be built and then you'll have it to, to take with you, but then it's going to interact with the land kind of like, I think how Harry Potter's wand works in Harry Potter land and Universal, Universal Studios. Studios. Exactly. Where, where you can, you know, buy an interactive wand and do spells that these droids, if you walk by, they'll alert you if a stormtrooper is coming or, you know, maybe they'll point you in the direction of the resistance and, and then you could, you know, go on a mission with the resistance or something like that. Or so basically these are going to be a park requirement for us. Exactly. Yeah. Or they'll talk to other droids. So, what if our little oh I build one and you build one they can talk to each other that would be so cute what would you want your droid to look like <laughs> I don't know and I'm not sure what, what they're gonna look yeah, like yeah I don't know all. what the size is what like, they're, like I don't know how customizable they're gonna be can you build one that's a ball like BB-8 yeah that's, a, that's what I'm that's, saying like body type what do you like the best I think that I would prefer a BB-8 type body I don't think you're gonna get that I think they're gonna have to be kind of like an R2-D2 um, type style where they have the legs mm-hmm. and they roll around so either either like the r2d2 or there was like that evil r2d2 one in episode eight uh that's actually i think going to be on the front of the vehicle similar to what's on the front of the vehicle the rise of the resistance ride so i think that's kind of what you're going to get almost like that like trash can <laughs> style i mean they might have they might have a few different like variations of that but i think that's going to kind of be your your overall thing so it'll, it'll be, i don't think i ever realized that it looks like a trash yeah can, i mean it really 100%. yeah it probably was a trash can it's a trash can with like a yeah a, it's a one of those ones on that has the 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 part in the middle that moves oh my gosh that's really funny yeah so so that's going to be interesting it sounds like that they may have full-size droids available for sale for if you want to spend thousands and thousands <laughs> if you're balling and you just want to yeah. buy a droid like they'll this has been your you, life dream yeah they'll they'll sell you an r2d2 so joe i know right now that you probably are thinking about how you're going to save up immediately because this yeah. is something that well, you would love save. to have for your man cave i'm sure but i don't know that it I don't know that those will be interactive, but the small ones will be interactive. They'll just so. be cool. And then you'll be saying, can I put one of these in the living room? And I'll be like, mm, doesn't go with our decor. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff. I mean, they, they confirm blue milk. It's not going to be milk though. It's a non-dairy <laughs> drink. That's pretty cool. But it, it, they are going to have the blue milk and, and the, uh, the cantina and everything. So, so I have to imagine also, it's not going to be like an almond milk. It'll be some sort of specialty drink that people will want to drink. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I think it's, it's going to be good too. I mean, as all the details come out, um, it, it, there's just, I mean, not, I was already excited enough, but then as they release more and more details and more and more images, uh, there are just, just get, layers. There's yeah. so many layers of the illusion. Um, I mean, you're going to be able to really step into this park and suspension of disbelief. Um, something I read, and we're going to get into this later, but something I read about Tokyo Disney Sea. Wait, am I saying that right? Disney Sea. Yes. Yeah. Um, one of the things is 
some of these parks, whenever you walk into them, the burden of suspension of disbelief is kind of on the guests where you go in and you go into these little rides and then you're part of that land, but you step out and you kind of know you're in an amusement park. And I read that one of the greatest things about D- Disney Sea is that the burden really seems to fall on the creators. Like you walk in and you are immediately immersed and it's almost like, you know, you're in a theme park in the back of your head, but like in the fr- it is almost, it is so immersive that you kind of forget. So um, I feel like this is going to be where Star Wars Galaxy Edge is going to be because they've filled out so much that it's going to be really immersive and easy to forget kind of who you are. It's like a Westworld sort of thing. I think the only issue they're going to run into with the immersion, and I think you're right, is when there's 15 million people in there, you're going to remember, oh, wait, like this isn't real. I'm in a theme park because there are so many people in here. So I think... I think you're right. And it's kind of like, you know, Diagon Alley and, and Hogsmeade over at Universal where you kind of step into Diagon Alley. You're behind a wall. You can't see any other part of the theme park. Mm-hmm. You are in Diagon Alley and you really do get immersed. Now, I could see, though, if there's, you know, packed with people, you're going to be like, well, I kind of know, you know, I'm really not here. But, yeah, I think and, and they're doing the same thing with, with Galaxy's Edge of they're building the mountains. You're not going to know once you step in there that you're in Disney World or Disneyland mm-hmm. and you are going to be pretty immersed. And, and everything else they're building around, it, I think, is just going to be incredible. And we haven't even gotten the Star Wars Hotel. I mean, that's just going to be a whole other, a whole le- whole other, other level if you want to do that mm-hmm. of gameplay and missions and, and everything like that. So it's it's pretty amazing. I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Don't think I'm going to get to it this year. Um, yeah. One, I don't know that I want to because, again, because yeah, of the crowds. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's, it's going to be pretty and crazy. And California doesn't have the capacity that Disney World does yeah, in it, general. It, it's going to be insane. I, I'm looking forward to seeing the the news coverage and pictures of it when it does open just to see how many people are there. But <laughs> I, I am very looking forward to this finally opening to learning all the details of what's there and then yeah, and then going there you know next year if the year there's after. some sort of disney insider listening though you know if you're going to do some press passes before uh joe I don't and think i they're wouldn't, going to. wouldn't mind um yeah to, to go yeah i wouldn't mind going if somebody wants to send me to go <laughs> yeah, well, somebody but, wants to send, i'll pay for my own ticket price i'll pay for my hotel if you just let me into there before it opens up i am you know what i will take the fall <laughs> yeah i don't even really think annual pass holders are all going to get in because there's, there's so many people it's, it's going to be, I think the only way you're going to get in, I mean, that's a good, that's a good plan, but I mean, I think the only way you get in is if you pay extra, like if you, like if you yeah. were like a VIP, I, I, I'm sure they'll do a press, but I mean, I would, I wouldn't imagine if they didn't even let press in too much. Because yeah. they, I don't think they need the publicity. Yeah. They don't need the publicity. I mean, they, you know, Barron's of this story. I think you'll get, Good Morning America will probably be there yeah. and stuff. They'll get but, a couple people yeah. that, I don't think that can need, really just kind of yeah. act as fill-ins for everybody and get well, corporate on the, synergy on, too. Yeah, yeah, things that yeah. people see. There'll be an ABC special about and it. And they know that all of your hardcore Disney fans will know that Good Morning America is going there and they'll watch it on YouTube. And this is the thing. Everybody already knows it exists. Oh, everybody yeah. knows it's coming. People will be there day one. People will be there a week before day one. I mean, <laughs> you, you don't need the publicity on this. They're yeah, not hurting they'll, for they'll be buying like tents and disposable. But it's a good out. It's a good thing. I am with you. If somebody wants to let us in early, if they need like a test dummy, I'll do it. Don't yeah. put, put a real person in there. No, no, uh, I will sign. Put me in. I'll sign a release that oh, if anything oh happens to um, me. I don't know if I'm okay with that. Well, I think by now, though, they're probably good that I won't die. So... 
I'd like to be able to see it beforehand. I I would sign up for that. So yeah, exactly. So another thing that I'm looking forward to is this is the celebration of 25 years of the Lion King. So no, the Lion King's coming out this year. Uh, no. Oh, there's an older Lion King. Uh huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> So there's a new Akuna Matata dance party, time dance party with interactions with Timon and Pumbaa and Rafiki. Yes, please. Okay. This is at the theme parks. Yeah. This okay. is this would be I, I'm guessing at Disney World. Yeah. This okay. would be at Disney World. And there's a new photo experience throughout the park. Finally, I think we do have one from back in the day of us with like who was it? It was like. Timon and Pumbaa, right? Don't we have an old, old? Are you talking about like the magic ma- shot? Yeah, the magic. Oh, shots. they have they have them with Simba and Timon and Pumbaa. There's okay. a couple of them. Yeah. Well, I can't wait though for the photo experiences. I want my picture taken. I want if I actually met any of those characters, I would go speechless because they're stars to me. Uh, it's so exciting, and I can't wait. Uh, I think, like I said, we're gonna be able to get down there this year because we're doing the half marathon, which um gonna crush joe in and you know what that's the star wars half marathon maybe if we win that they let the winner into galaxy's edge <laughs> that's the prize all right so now we have to be able to run a half marathon way faster than we've ever run it before so my we're goal, gonna work on a five and a half minute mile my goal is so you we talked about resolutions last year new last week new resolution it's it's win the half marathon or, or like die trying because <laughs> I believe if I win, I could be like, let me in Galaxy's Edge. I want to see it. I just won this half marathon, the Star Wars one. All right, new goal, new goal. Uh, I don't know if that's how it's going to work, but I, I like where I have to at. believe. I have to believe. I don't think there's any chance I get anywhere near winning. But I'm going to try. Yeah. My legs might fall off. But then maybe they feel bad for me and let and me in that way. Be, yeah, I was gonna say you'll just be a torso on a, on a skateboard and you'll finish it anyway. Like they'll they will. That sounded really insensitive. I didn't mean it. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, it you'll you would. You're determined when you say you're gonna do I'll something. Have you'll do care, it. I'll have Chewy carry me the rest of the way. Oh. I'll be like Chewy, I can't make it, and I'll be like. <laughs> so yeah, so there's a whole 25 year celebration of the Lion King thing that I'm really looking forward to, and also. Mickey and Minnie are looking fresh in their their new clothes. Did you happen to see any pictures of this? So what what new clothes are you talking about? Well, they have like new clothes for this year. I think it's okay. like a post ninety year thing. I don't know, but they're white and they have splashes of color on them. Oh, okay, have you seen like, I haven't seen that. They're kind of like they're not polka dots, but it almost just looks like um, paint splashes or something. Okay, uh, they're they're pretty cool looking. Uh, and so those are really the big things, Lion King, and of course, Galaxy's Edge. And just, I always enjoy seeing dapper, the, the most dapper mouse couple that I know of, uh, it, sporting their best attire. Uh, those are the things I'm looking forward to. The most, for the, so how for many the other parks. mouse couples do you know? I don't really look into what I'm saying. Okay, all right. I just thought right. it sounded good. I, it was just for the effect. <laughs> it does sound good. <laughs> I mean, I'd say Tom and Jerry, but Tom's a cat, so that doesn't eh, really okay. work, but that's about as close as I can right. get. That works. All right, so some of the other, I think, just kind of general things I'm looking forward to, the Disney Plus streaming service, definitely looking forward to seeing that launch. I will be signing up as early as you can sign up for that <laughs> uh, because I want to see the Star Wars show uh, that – hopefully is ready at launch you know the marvel shows you know everything out on that i'm gonna want to watch 
Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to that and, mm-hmm. and seeing how that turns out. Um, I'm also looking forward to Frozen. The the Broadway musical is starting their national tour this fall. Oh, yes, which so, we're hoping that it comes to our town. Yeah, or some somewhere near us. I mean, we could go to New York, New York and um, but we haven't had the chance to. But once it goes on tour, I mean, usually all the it, it makes it a lot easier. I mean, we, we've seen Aladdin that way, Lion King. You know, I mean, I'd have to imagine it, it comes mm-hmm. through. Um, but I think that's pretty big because it's from what I've heard, it's a really great musical, and we've and, we've I mean, loved all the other. Yeah, I was gonna Disney say Lion, Aladdin and Lion King are any indication of how good Frozen is. Even it, it'll be incredible. I I can't wait. Yeah, so that, those are kind of some of the other you know big things I'm looking forward to in 2019. Do you, yeah. have any, do you have anything else? Yeah, I do. Uh, so I, I've mentioned it before, and I mentioned earlier that I was going to talk about it more, but we are also this year going to Japan. So the big thing that I'm personally looking forward to is going to Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea. So I just looked up a couple of the rides, and I want to. I'm excited to ride the Mar- Monsters Inc. ride. They have Go some Peak. incredible rides. Yeah, over they there. have. And again, speaking of great animatronics, um, I think there's a Sully in there that is just incredible looking. yeah so it's basically like so disneyland has a, a monsters inc ride but mm-hmm. everybody's like stationary in there yeah so but it this, still looks amazing yeah, so like this i kind of want a giant inc. one of those is my butler you know how people have those little butlers yeah. that stand in their entryway okay i want to so get we can a sully. have a sully <laughs> statue be our butler but if i want to put a three-foot droid in the living room, it doesn't go with the decor. Yeah, it doesn't go with the d- decor. But Hashtag double standard. Well, we there. have double animals, and, and Sully's almost like just another animal that we would have. So, um, All right, I see I, how it I, is. I think, that, I think we can make it work that way. I see how it is. But yeah, so, but <laughs> but in the in the Tokyo ride, they're animatronics. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they have the, the uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth, which is, if you look at the list, if you ever look up a list of top Disney animatronics, it's like a insect bug monster thing that's in the middle of this ride and it's one of it's on basically all the top 10 lists of disney animatronics and it's one because it's it's really big and it runs like every 30 seconds or something it has a lot of articulation um it's kind of what the yeti should have been you know like a a, a huge a massive animatronic that really has a lot of power to it and so that's in, in that ride. And he's talking about the Yeti at Expedition Everest. Correct, correct. In Disney World. Right. So, yeah. So I'm kind of looking forward to, to seeing that. Yeah. And then there's the Pooh's Honey Hunt, which is also another ride that's always very highly rated uh, from Tokyo Disneyland. And it was really cool. I, I read it. It was oh, I after I can't remember exactly where I, what the blogger was. It's like some Disney blogger. But he was talking about how he really appreciates this Disney Tokyo Disneyland because it's almost like a bizarro version of Disney World and the, the Disney Parks in America because it was it's newer so it has a lot of the same rides but a lot of them have upgrades so you know you have similar things but some of the animatronics might be a little better because it's just newer and they don't have that history there and he said if you kind of take that history out of it it's actually almost like it's it's a really good park in fact you might say it's it's better um, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I haven't been there yet. So right. Yeah. So they, they because they have a Di- they have Tokyo Disneyland, which is modeled kind of after Disneyland Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. and then they have Tokyo Disney Sea, which is you know kind of its its own 
park you know you could you could see that as okay like how disneyland is california adventure you know or things like that so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so I, I just think in general I, disney sea is just supposed to be again like i said really immersive and they have great lands there so i just i look forward to to that as well that's supposed to be one of the best parks in the world so yeah. i think that'll be a great time yeah so a lot to look forward to in 2019 this year yeah definitely so. but you- i think that's I think that pretty much covers it, and that yeah. that's kind of it for our episode this week. And yeah, and let us know, you know, on Facebook, on Instagram, on our website, what are the things that you're looking forward Definitely. to the most? Uh, I would I would love to engage in some conversations, get get some you know get some interaction going here in 2019. Let's be more interactive in 2019. Yeah, yeah. What's the what's the one thing you're most looking forward to? Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. Let us know. And and that's a good you know, kind of segue. So on, on Facebook, we are at Enchanted Ears Podcast. Instagram, we're also at, at Enchanted, Enchanted Ears, Ears Podcast. Podcast. Um, you could go to our website, uh, com. If you go to slash podcast question, you can submit your question there. Uh, if you'd like to uh, have us answer your question on the podcast, you can do so there, or you can send your question uh, via Facebook, um, whatever is easiest. Um, you know, make sure you subscribe, to the podcast wherever you get your podcast leave us a review that's really helpful right yeah rating review uh you know everything helps so yeah help us make this podcast one of the biggest ones of 2019 (laughs) mom (laughs) (laughs) yeah there we go so well no actually mom's already left us a review so okay all right so but uh everybody you know have a great week we'll we'll see you next monday uh and remember have have a a magical magical day. day